Blog Talk Radio. You ready for the show? You ready for the show? Black Talk, we are on table talk radio. The show for the black. Black Talk, we are on table talk radio. I am black. That doesn't mean I'm vulnerable to attack. I'm just like you, a human. Red blood, emotions, a moving figure. But you're treating me like I'm about to pull a trigger. Cause I'm black. You put in the West on me. Oh, why, oh, why, oh, why, yeah. Black soap, you're around table talk radio. It's here to show. It's here to unify black people. Yeah. It's here to get you inside. Get you motivated. Black soap, you're around table talk radio. The show for the black. Black Soap, you're around table talk radio. The show is a part of stars. Black Soap, you're around table talk radio. Listen and get inspired. Yo, what it do? This your boy D-Hud of Vital Void Entertainment, and you are listening to Blacktopia Roundtable Talk Radio with Barbara the Country Cleaning Lady, Adrian Charleston the True Butterfly, and Miss Ellie the Communicator. What it do, some guy named Jay? Y'all keep doing your thing, baby. This your boy Hud. Make sure y'all go check out my two new singles, Huddy World and Life So Short. Tease it featuring your boy D-Hud, just like that. And we out. Enjoy the show. Oh, yes, definitely enjoy the show. The biggest colored show on earth, Blacktopia Roundtable Talk Radio is the number one live stream dedicated to bringing black folks together from all walks of life, teaching the importance of economic empowerment for our people, and showcasing the talents and abilities of black people across the globe. This is also the number one live stream, which I believe which I believe, well, not not live stream, actually, it's the number one blog talk radio show, the number one blog talk radio show, which I believe is not being hosted by a convicted felon or a conspiracy theorist wacko or a closeted lesbian, but hey, don't judge us, because we're going to put on a great show just as good as all those people, too, so listen up. For tonight's main topic, we will discuss the genre of black erotic fiction. Is it played out? What would you rather read? What would spice up the genre of black, er- black erotica? Also joining us is prominent businesswoman, advocate of, for victims of domestic violence, and author Radia Johnson. But before we get into all that, I just want to let you all know that you can check us out at www.blacktopia.org, and you can also download and install the Blacktopia mobile app on iTunes, Amazon.com and Blackberry World. All right. So let's go on ahead and start the show just like twice he said in the in the theme song. All right. Miss Allie the Communicator. Hey, hey, hey. How's everyone doing? <laughs> uh, you know thank how we do. I'm back. Definitely. We're glad to have you back. How are you feeling this week? Right. 
I'm good. I am very good. Um, I will say I cannot wait to this day as far as, like, you know, the results and everybody, you know, vote, vote, vote and all that. I just can't wait for that passes to find out what it is and then get, you know, get back to life and understand that it takes all of us to make a change. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It, it certainly does. Let's go ahead and throw some clap for that. Okay. <laughs> yes, they they voted slow. That's why they tap clap slow. All right. Right. Let's bring on the other hostesses. Barbara, the country cleaning lady. Good evening. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How you doing, Miss Babs? I'm doing fine. How are you? <laughs> oh, you know, just just doing a show. You know, how we do. And we hope it's right this time. Let's, let's, yeah, let's hope everything <laughs> is going well. We got it right on track this time. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Everything is running smoothly. And uh, good, we're going to keep it that way. Oh, yes. <laughs> All right. Now, uh, now, everybody, what sound does a butterfly make? What sound does a butterfly make? <laughs> It flutters. <laughs> it it laughs like that. Yeah, it flutters. Yeah, laughs. <laughs> Adrian yeah, Charleston. Really. Yes. And and I'm uh, coming on fussing. Hey, ladies, how are y'all doing this evening? Before I start fussing hey, again. Hey, how are you? <laughs> Good. And um, I told you about that other one. Other one. Other one. Other whatever. Don't say the other one. What? <laughs> mm. uh, who was this? <laughs> said that. It, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I'll we had this discussion Every, Everybody. Yeah, yeah, we did. I, I, I apologize. I don't. I don't be paying. Yes, yes. I, 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 I will. I will know. I know better this time. You're not the other one. You're not that other right. host. You're Adrian Charles. Right. Well, no, you yes, did ma'am. it for me and Barbara. You said, let me bring on the other ones. I caught it. As soon as you said oh. it, I was like, oh, I'm going to mm. get them as soon as I get on there. See? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes. <laughs> I apologize. Yeah, just, I have I'm lost my lesson, lust, so he all but, good. But serious. Yes. <laughs> Barbara, y- yes. y'all don't, don't get me. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm done. I, I thought that would I, I thought that would be humorous for me. And I was I'm humoring yes, myself. It was for right you. Now with you. It was for you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having having a great time. All right. Yes. Let's bring on the guest. Yes. Rodia. Hi, Queen and King. What's up, ladies? <laughs> Oh, I get the claps. Yay. How is everybody doing tonight? We're doing fine. How are you? I can't complain. Can't complain. I'm glad everybody's here. I'm excited. I hope you all are, too. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, yes. We're, <laughs> we're definitely excited. Now, Radia, I know you listen to the show, but this is your first time as an actual guest. But for all everyone that's listening, this is how we do it. Barbara the Country Queen Lady will sit you down in the hot seat and interview you about everything you have going on. 
Uh, if anybody wants to chime in, you're welcome to do so, but especially hold some of your bigger questions to 930, uh, and then Miss Allie will also pop in and ask some follow-up questions around 930. If you're streaming from your phone, all you have to do is press 1, and we'll bring you in. If you're listening in on a link, give us a call at 929-477-3872. Uh, after that, we'll get, into our, we'll get into a little bit of our topic, which is about black erotic fiction. We'll take a break at 10. After we come back from the break, Adrian Charleston has Butterfly Flow. After Butterfly Flow, we have Plug Away. That's for anyone that has a black-owned business or a song or a brand or anything they want to push and promote. You can call during Plug Away and plug it. After the Plug Away segment, we'll get right back into the topic. Callers, definitely call us up about that. And that's our show. So, Radia, are you are you ready? I'm ready. Ready as I'm going to get. <laughs> it's all good. All right. Let's, go. Let's do it. Welcome to the hot seat, Miss Radia, a.k.a. <laughs> yes, love. My first question, though, before we get started into your organization, you are a rising black erotica author. Tell us a little bit about the novel before we get into it in hour two. Okay, well, the novel is a, a whole lot different from my norm, so I'm totally out of my box and my comfort zone on this one. I just, I really have a really vivid imagination sometimes, and I love to write anyway. I did an anthology on domestic violence. Um, so the, the novel is 10 short stories, uh, maybe 11. I may throw in one extra right down to the wire. Um, and they're all different stories. They, they go from things like... Um, the Electra Complex, you know, uh, all the way to you have your your kinky woman, you have your teacher, you have your, your woman coming out of church. You know, it's just mm-hmm. life scenarios, and they all have a theme or purpose. You're going to get a lesson from all of them. So mm-hmm. it's not that. Now, what inspired <laughs> you to create Morningstar Youth Development and My Sister Dream of Domestic Violence Support Center? Uh, well, my sister's dreamer um, came from personal experience, of course, domestic violence um, a situation that I had of my own. Morningstar Youth was also pretty much stemmed from my background. From you know, I just kind of wanted to be for somebody what I didn't have. There's a lot of children out here, especially in the area I'm in, that never even get outside the city. So we decided to do something where we inspire through travel. Um, we did a couple of trips. One big one that I really liked was uh, one we took to Chicago. Well, I took, I think, eight girls. Um, we stayed for four days. We did a Go AC event with Seed of Hope Foundation out there. So shout out to Seed of Hope. Really, really amazing group out in um, Chicago. So we, I want to take them to see things that I think you can't be. Sometimes you can be inspired by things you can't see, but when you see it, it might just job something else. You never know what you mm-hmm. get from taking a child on a boat ride. They might want to be in, get into marine life or, you know, build boats. You never know what right. you could inspire a child by traveling. So that was why Morningstar Youth came out. And see, and despite when I read your bio, all that you saw growing up and learned through assisting others, have you ever wondered how did you fall into the same situation? Um, um, you mean as far as the domestic violence? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's a tough question Um, because I get that one all the time. I'm really not. That, and I'm, and there is a box that you have domestic violence victim put, you know, put into. You see the smiles and you see the happy people, 
but you don't see mm-hmm. what's really going inside. And I never look back and say, um, you know, it was his fault. I don't blame him because that's his debt. God's going to deal with him on that end. I blame myself for what I allowed. So I don't, I feel like it happened because I was at a weak point. And a lot of people say, no, we shouldn't call ourselves weak and we should, but it right. is. What else is it? I mean, to keep it real and, and just be honest about it, I, I didn't know what was going on in my head. Like, who was I? I was more upset with myself than I was with him because I felt like mm-hmm. I was better than that. And I am. Um, right. So at that moment, and that's what I try to tell a lot of my clients and a lot of the ladies that I deal with, it's not about him. He's going to have to deal with that on his own. He, she, whoever, they're going to have to right. deal with that debt on their own. That's right, so what girl. we got to deal with is why we do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Why we, we got to deal with why we think we're not worth it. Why we think that's all we worth is a slap upside the head. And, you know, for a minute, you got women that go 20 years. I was lucky enough to, you know, figure out who I was in eight months and, right. and really start fighting back literally. You know, and every time I hit back, he hit harder. And it was okay, right. you know, for a little while. But my daughter looked up at me one day and said, you didn't even defend yourself. Oh. Okay. Right. And she was like seven. So for me, it was a wrap. You know what I mean? Because I couldn't look up at her one day laying on the floor with somebody who just knocked her down. Right. And I couldn't imagine that. So I didn't want her to see that. You know. So I had to do something and you different. Know, and, and, this, and there are a lot of there are a lot of bad articles out there. As I was researching stuff from from your organizations, there are a lot of bad, bad articles out there giving these women and men bad advice. Because there was one from this family. Oh, I'm not gonna say their name specifically, but a family article that said family regrouping would heal domestic abuse. Do you believe that from the experiences and the situations you've seen? Because I don't believe that's true. You don't put nobody back in the same situation. I mean, you know, there are people. I've, I've cleaned for buildings who've had people that have actually put themselves back because they didn't know no other way but to go back to the abuse. But do you believe family regrouping is going to heal the domestic abuse within that home? Well, it, it, don't, it all depends. And, and I advocate for um, – I never tell a, a wife to leave a marriage, you know, because you have to look at some of the different circumstances. You have PTSD. I hope I said that right because I'm talking fast. Um, and you also mm-hmm. have alcohol and substance abuse. You also have right. mental health issues that are out of this world. So I almost feel like, in a sense, depending on where you are, every situation is completely different. So if you have a situation where there could be some medical attention and some things could be helped with some counseling, um, some people, mm-hmm. and I'm honestly, in my opinion, 1% um, out of 100 change. So if you are in that 1%, I encourage that help. However, no, I don't think that's that's going to fix the issue. If there's violence in the home, the home mm-hmm. has got to be dismantled because it's mm-hmm. not going to stop. Nobody's going to get hurt unless we have one of those situations where you have a real life believer and he's getting counseling, he or she, I'm going to say, um, and there's something, you know, in their head or, you know, there's something going on. You just, I had a young lady ask me one day, you know, I feel like I'm giving up on him. Do you feel like I'm giving up on him if I just walk away? Um, my question, my answer was, no, I feel like you're giving up on yourself because right. he's got to deal with whatever he's got to deal with before you can. You can't fix what he can't fix. You know, and, and I kind of right. had to realize that because we always say, let me just try this. You know what I'm saying? Let me just see if I can get him to do that. Or what is it about me? And that's the hardest part. When you really got to look in the mirror and say, what is it about me that this nigga right. just flat inside my head every right. other day? That's the hardest part. That's worse than the hit. You know, so right. when you come up out of that, then, you, then you're getting somewhere. 
But it's, it's all in here. You know, it's all in the heart. It's, it's where you're at with it. Um, but I wouldn't say, so no, I really don't agree that that's going to, you know, fix anything. And yes, in a lot of other articles, huh? Yeah, because a lot of I other articles say, were saying that you got to qualify. How do you qualify situations as domestic abuse? Because for society, some of the situations that you see, that you feel are domestic abuse, they don't. And a lot of people, right. I mean, answered questions on that. How do you qualify a situation as domestic abuse? Well, domestic abuse is defined as somebody hurting you, period. So if I walk up to you and slap you, whether you're my husband, legally, whether it's somebody on the train, that's domestic abuse. That's assault, period. Um, the problem is, to be frank, we have a lot of women that cry domestic violence, and it's not that because there's mm-hmm. so many what they think are perks. They have kind of poisoned think. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they have kind of poisoned it for us to where they've tried to change some of the laws because you can kind of see where you send one home and then two days later we find her body. Um, Then Mm -hmm. somebody's got to answer for that. But then somebody's also got to answer for when you just went down there and told that lie on that man because he never touched you. As a matter of fact, you slapped him. You know, Mm -hmm. so it's a twist toward um, the law is not necessarily on our side because they honestly look at us like, okay, these are just some people fighting in the street. So you have your two-edged sword. You have your your socioeconomic domestic violence, if I'm going to call it that, if you know what I mean, you know, depending on your where you are, that makes a big difference, the way the police are going to treat you. And to be honest with you, the highest rate of domestic violence comes from your military and your police officers. Yes, it does. Um, yes, it does. And, and What's the first mm-hmm. thing that you give them? What's the first thing that you advise a family after a domestic incident has occurred when they come to your office? But most of the, the clients first that I have, huh? I haven't really dealt with families per se. It's usually just um, a women. I place a lot of people, you know, coming out of domestic violence situations. But I, my thing is, are you ready? Because once you leave and you go back, it becomes a recurring pattern. You're just going to mm-hmm. keep going back. You're going to find somewhere to stay mm-hmm. and keep going back. And I, I kind of want to address as far as the government, they pacify us. And I say us because I was one. They, they pacify mm-hmm. us and they give us food stamps. They put us in the project, oh, we got a place to stay, we got free mm-hmm. food, we got a van that's going to take us to the plant, you know, and get a couple mm-hmm. of dollars, but they're not giving us education. They're not showing us how, how to withstand without that man because eventually mm-hmm. you're going to get tired of them food stamps and try to want more, and then you're going to fall back into the same type of relationship. Right. Mm. So how do you keep them, how do you keep the victims focused and not willing to go back to the abuse? Well, for one, we'd like to offer different options. If, you, if mm-hmm. you tell me, you know, like the old saying, if I give you a fish, you're not going to know what to do with it. You're just going to keep coming back to me looking for more fish. So we try to right. give them opportunities, some job training. Um, and we also like to offer the option to move out of the state, move totally away from that, because it makes a big difference when you change up people, places, and things. If you're mm-hmm. in the same environment, you're around the same people and doing the same thing. So we encourage that, too. I have... Um, some, you know, connections in other cities now, which I'm so grateful for, where we can right. place people in apartments and, and shelters that they have there because we don't have a whole lot of shelters here. Actually, our county has one. So we're mm-hmm. also working on to get another shelter here where we offer options, which is a big deal. Once you get stuck in a rut, a lot of times it's really hard to pull yourself out of that. So we mm-hmm. give them extra, you know, rope to pull on. It's a whole lot of dope queens out there we're missing out on because they just can't right. get a break. 
Right. You know, and then and, see, and, and working like, in the school system, I know you saw that. That's looking right, at girl. it, domestic abuse yeah. is on on the rise. Is on the rise more so in this generation than it's ever been in ours. And I mean, how did you deal with watching the children suffer through, or you know, deal with domestic abuse in their home? It's a little hard because when you're dealing with the child without the parent, you really have to watch what you say. So a lot of times mm-hmm. when they come. They're coming to me as a friend. They're not coming to me as a domestic violence advocate. They're coming to me as somebody they can just lean on and say stuff to. So I can't really mm-hmm. jump into it, especially through the school system, because we're not allowed. However, right. I do try to encourage them to don't do the same thing your parents do, if possible. First question is, are you safe? You know, that's what we definitely want to make sure that they're okay. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes we can deal with a little arguing and, you know, that kind of thing to a certain extent. But those kids right. coming in extra early in the morning dragging, and it weighs on them. They're thinking about mm-hmm. when they go home, they got to hear this arguing as soon as they get yep. there. So they're not focused on work all day. They're not focused on school all day. They're focused mm-hmm. on what's going to happen when they leave. You know, so it's, it's a little mm-hmm. hard. I, I really try to just encourage them, call me anytime. You know, they know that a lot of them have my phone number. Um, They right. can reach out. I get some of them on the weekends, and, and you know, we good. do activities. So I just try to be there. So if they really, really need me, I'm, you know, they know they can call. So hopefully, mm-hmm. hopefully they safe, you know. Um, okay. And, and I, I try to get be friendly with the parents. I have to be careful with that as well. You know, right. not necessarily trying to ease my way into their home, but sometimes that's what we need as women. We need just, girl, it's going to be okay. You know what I mean? It, it's going to be all mm-hmm. right. You need to tell us that. You don't have right. that, and all you got is this man smacking you upside your head, but he's paying his bills, and everything is right. okay until he takes right. that drink. Everything is okay mm-hmm. until he and Okay, I can right. deal with this one. It'll be over in an hour because um, I can't be in the street. I can't live homeless. My kids got it. Right. When you're thinking like that, you know, that's, that's tough. That's mm. tough. So we, options is the biggest thing for that. We got to offer them something better than that. You do, and see, and mentoring, and mentoring with um, Morning Star. I noticed, you know, most of the black communities they turn a black eye. How do you get them to volunteer their time? And what's the biggest <laughs> reward? What's the biggest reward with working with the youth in your area? How how has that helped your community? For me, well, we were at the rec center for a long time, um, and that was a big deal because it was in an area where uh, the kids really didn't have much. It was a lot of elderly in that area, so the few kids that were over there, they kind of missed out on some stuff. They didn't have a lot of transportation um, and things like that, so they got to come to the rec center and do a lot of activities that they really wouldn't have been privy to otherwise. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, other than that, we just kind of try to be there. We just we just kind of try to be there. Clothes, Christmas time, we do drives. Um, mm-hmm. I try to take them on as many trips as we can, college tours, um, just to see different cities, because you get a different feel when you're on a van with a child for 14 hours. Um, you know, right. you have to, and a lot of times they don't know each other. So by the time they leave, they've made some friends. They've communicated with some different people, and that could save a child's life. You know, that by itself could save a child's mm-hmm. life. And here in the community, they know to call me, you know, at the schools. If they need deodorant or, you know, little stuff like that, they know to just right. come holler at me, Johnson, I got you. <laughs> right. Do so you believe in community stress? Do you believe if communities strive to save their falling youth that it would encourage and reduce the negative impact these kids have on society? 
I think in my community, I'm going to speak for, I think we're trying. Um, it's a little hard with our generation, and it's a little hard with our generation of parents. Um, I, we have these parents nowadays where just don't say anything to my child. Now, my age group, mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell my today, but I'm not used to that. Um, you know, right. I'm used to Johnny's at my house, Johnny shut up and sit down. You know what I mean? That's and, and, right, and Sally too. So now it's, it's, and I understand both ends of it. I understand why, because kids are getting hurt, things are going on. You can't trust people. However, a lot of times it, it does take a village. I'm not going to say a lot of times. It does take that. If we are mm-hmm. on the same accord with the children's teacher, I love my kid's teacher. I tell her that. I'm on her side. Until she's right. dead wrong, I got her back. And because right. she knows that, she watches her steps at school because she knows mommy going to find out what's going on. Don't and it encourages, no them. it encourages them to do better because that's how I mm-hmm. did too. Like, you know, holidays, their birthday, you're not kissing their ass. You're showing them mm-hmm. encouragement to appreciate what they do. And I noticed when I did it throughout the years with my kids, I got more feedback. As soon as they did something, they ain't had no business. All you do was, yeah, you're ready to call Miss B. And it was all said yeah. and done. That was even the kids that I was taking care of. As soon as you get called my name, they were like, I did that respect. You know, they saw and appreciated, and they gave their all, you know, up until the end of the year. And a lot of other parents could understand why I did it. I said, well, see, that's why your child suffers. And it's sad to say, mm-hmm. you have to encourage them, too. It's not just your children Baby. need to be encouraged. But it is the teachers as well because they got their own home to go to. You all had your own home right. to go to and deal with. Like, look what you had to deal with. And then come there and deal with other people's kids, too. In a sense, it's not fair because y'all are being left with that height. And, you know, the principal, he gets to sit in his office. He don't come unless it's out of hand. But you all got to deal with it on a day-to-day basis. And I saw that sitting in on class like I was sitting in do book readings through my business. I said, and, you know, read books to the kids, sent personal items and stuff like you said you did because a few teachers will go, I can't afford to keep doing this by myself. And these parents send these kids out the old and out draw. Some of them coming out um undergarments on. I mean, all mm-hmm. kind of ignorance. You know, and I was like, you know, I would go to Dollar Tree, two of the places we got here in Virginia and, you know, donate things to help out. But th- that encouragement kept them going, kept them wanting to come to work. That's the one she told me and gave me a card and some flowers in the year when my kids graduated. She said, you kept me wanting to come to work because I wanted to give up so many times because I felt like I was doing everything and no one was helping me. And the situation I was dealing with is bad enough y'all can't speak on them. And then to have to actually go through with them nine hours out of the day is too much. Yeah. So, you know, that's another thing everybody needs to do. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's tough. You just, I've learned to, so to speak, not worry about the ones that don't show up and just worry about the ones that do. You know, so I'm I'm learning my battles when it comes to a lot of different things. And And I haven't always been, you know, really good at that. So all of the things that I've done, like, in the last five years have totally been out of my comfort zone, and I think that's mm-hmm. why I've been so much. Um, I do mm-hmm. so many things, and I've been trying to find – well, I'm not going to say trying to find my niche because I think they all are. No, you got your niche, honey. No, after retake that back, you have your niche. After after reading everything on you, you are perfectly positioned because it takes somebody to be honest and not to be funny. There are people who can do that profession where you're at and not have experienced it. But if you've experienced it, you can give a better outtake. Like I was an abused child, you can you can have a better outtake because you've already been through it. So you know mm-hmm. what that child or adult is feeling. So I mean, mm-hmm. so you you right where you belong. Stay there. Oh, that, this is, yeah, this is your, your job here. 
Because, I mean, yeah. what you're doing there, and it's happening way too much in this generation, and I'm noticing a lot of people, like, on Facebook, Twitter, even Instagram are praising it. And it's nothing cute about watching your child getting beat or yourself getting beat up. or You know, it's, it's and this generation praises that abuse because they see it. Like one young man said on another show, it was an everyday occurrence. It is, but it's not a good thing. And that's mm. what you need to keep attacking, that it's not it's not all right. It's not. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you are, rich, poor, you know, or starting up. It's not okay. Yeah. And y'all need to continue attacking. Yeah, because, see, the, the countermeasures of that is after all the good you do and sit and pour your heart into and all your programs, these babies got to go back home to that trash. They got to go back home to it. So it's like it's like a recycling bin. I get all the good, then I got to go home to the bad. I come back, get the good. That, that wears and tears on a child's mind. Mm-hmm. And you know and, this from going it, through it. Yeah, and it creates monsters as adults. Um, and I think mm-hmm. a lot of the kids I have I've enc- encountered and some eighth graders that can't spell the word tomorrow or read the word tomorrow on the board. Wow. So for me... How you get to the eighth grade? I'm scared. You know, there's nobody in here that's gonna, that can marry my daughter. You can't even read. You know, so I got to go and get all these kids. Like, how did you get to the eighth grade and can't spell tomorrow? So there's a, there's mm. a lack somewhere. Um, and if, if we if I can pick up one and teach one of them that's how to right, spell girl. tomorrow. That's right, You know, mm-hmm. I, 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 can, I got at least one, you know. So it, But it's so many right. of them. So you feel like, gosh, I can't even. I fussed at them today because they was in there acting a fool. You know, like, come on, when you get out there in that world, it's a whole nother thing out there. You can talk right. all that junk and about that life up in here, but if you can't handle yourself in here, you're not going to be able to handle yourself in the street. So they shut up because they don't mm-hmm. like to hear my mouth, but they, they get right. But <laughs> mm-hmm. it takes all of us. It's going to take all of us to, you know, if I can get one and Sally can get one, imagine how many we can get all together. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. And you continue that, honey, and I want to thank you for this interview because there were a lot of people I had listening to in this situation. And we got one listener. Her name is Miss V. Miss V want to get a number from you if it's possible that she can contact you. So, you know, Miss Lil, Miss V, she's on on um, our chat room listening now. But, you know, give out a number that you got that they can all contact you. Or better yet, I mean, get Jay. Jay, hook them up through – Facebook like you do, because I don't know how to do that crap. Hook you up on Facebook so she can get in touch with her. Anybody else got any questions oh, yeah. for Miss Star? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah, I actually before questions. we do that, uh, actually, uh, uh, Ali, before we do that, uh, Radia, plug all your contact information, and uh, for anybody that missed it, we'll just plug it back in the um, in the chat and in the, uh, the message board as well. Okay, yeah, no problem. Okay, anybody can email me at M as in Mary, S as in Sam, Y as in Yo-Yo, P as in Paul, the number 73 at gmail.com, or you can give me a call or leave a message at 910-824-9421. And that's Definitely. me personally, so no. you can either leave a message, um, and I'll get right back to you within 24 hours. <laughs> give me a minute. Good. Now, Good, good. Now, for anybody that's streaming on the phone right now, that means you've called and listened through you by calling us, just press 1 if you want to ask Radia any questions and we'll bring you on. Press 1 and we'll bring you on and uh, we'll take you in order. Uh, but before we take your call, oh, and if you're streaming from the link, if you're streaming from the link, give us a call at 929-477-3872. And press one, 
and we'll bring you on. If you have any questions for Rodia, uh, it doesn't have to necessarily be about the topic about her erotica, but uh, if you have any questions about the domestic violence and all the stuff she does in the community, ask her questions about that as well. And uh, let me pass the mic off to you, Miss Allie, the communicator. Um, well, hello, Miss Rondia. I appreciate you and everything that you just said. Uh, super important. I used to be a substitute teacher um, for the school system, and um, I had a long-term assignment in an alternative school with uh, obviously troubled students. Um, my right. question for you would be, um, so you earlier you talked about how you know you take responsibility. Um, and the fact that it wasn't all his fault, you know, that was something that you also attracted as well. But um, what are red flags that people can, like, think about, you know, when you first meet a person, whether it's a man or a woman? What are some red flags before you really get close to a person that is abusive? Mm -hmm. Okay, well, I'm going to say this about red flags. For one, sometimes they, they look like they're not red and they are and we ignore that because of what we got going on inside that is so important to just remember that they're always there i had them i saw them and i remember mm. ignoring them so it's it's mm. always not so much about the sign but some people hide them well so initially mm-hmm. you can look for things like alienation somebody trying to keep you away from your friends and your family there's a reason for that because mm. love makes you want to be around somebody's friends and family um, you know, that, that there's a reason for alienation. So that's one of your big red flags. The other one for me, I think, is trying to control finances. Because once somebody gets you where they want you money-wise, it's really, really hard to pull back from that. Um, and a lot of women think that men are supposed to take care of them. And in retrospect, they kind of are. Okay, we go back to the Bible days, maybe. You know what I mean? So we're, mm-hmm. a lot of women think that that's the way it's supposed to be. And then a lot of women just get sucked in because they are lazy. So I just like to mm-hmm. be really, really 100 um, it, there's a lot to those red flags. Those red flags are not from the man. They're from God for us, and we see them as soon as they flag, as soon as they, you know, start flowing. We see them. So it's not about the flag. It's what's behind what you're not seeing. Um, I'm learning that in one of my coaching classes. You got to listen to what people don't say opposed to what they are saying, and we got to stop talking to answer. You understand what I mean? We got to stop wanting that response. Let me hear what she's going to say so I know what I'm going to say back. No, listen to what the person is saying and pick that apart before you come back with it. Mm. So, yeah, I hope that answers oh, your yeah. question. <laughs> yes, it did. Um, and then, like, I'm thinking about these children. When I, around, when mm-hmm. I was around some of these children, um, uh, many times they didn't have a curriculum for me to go by. So what I did, I, I did my spoken words. And, you know, I would perform that for them, and then, um, and then I would ask them simple questions like, what inspired you, you know? And I would never forget. I would, God, I would, I would never forget. I asked these children that. They were upset. Some of them cried just by me asking them, and this is at the alternative school, what inspires you? Um, I, 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 like, what do we do? For it? What can we do? I know you said that we should just, you know, kind of focus on those that show up, but, you know, I still worry about some of them because, they, you know, once they graduate from high school, it's like, you know, it's just like, well, you're an adult. But like you said, those children become monsters 
as an you know mm-hmm. as an adult you know when they grow up and it's like how do we catch them or do something a lot of times it's hard to catch them and that and that's the thing three to five years old they're getting their brain functions and all of that going on we live what we learn and that's the honest to god truth that doesn't mean we have to continue to live what we learn and i tell a lot of the kids that well my mom did this um, my mom drinks and my mom does that that doesn't mean my mother was a crackhead my whole life i love her to death she's mm. cold turkey god bless her soul you know she's off now but pretty much my whole adult and teenage life, she was on drugs. So I didn't, I didn't get that. I didn't. I'm supposed to be on the corner with twelve baby daddies. I'm supposed to be on drugs, strung out somewhere, no education, no college degree. I did the total opposite of what I saw them do. Um, and that's what we need to put into these kids. I think if we instill that, you can do what you see them not doing. You can do the total opposite of what they think they can't because they don't see it. They think they can't because that's all they know. If all you cook is chicken, when you marry this girl, she going to cook chicken your whole marriage because that's all she know how to cook. <laughs> you know what I mean? If that makes sense. Um, so we have to instill in them what is going to be worth to them. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. We got to instill that. We got to instill what is going to be worth to them to do something different. I could never pick up a crack pipe because of what I saw. The drug dealers took care of me. That was my Brooklyn Raised Me. I, that's the name of one of my chapters in the book. But I literally, that is the honest to God truth. And I love my mother. Don't get me wrong. I love her. And if she, she, she gave me life. My godmother gave me a chance. And God did the rest. You know what I mean? So mm. I feel like, you know, he put those people in place because I got a purpose. Or else I'm supposed to be somewhere dead. I done been through a lot. And we don't have time for all of that. But if we can get those mm. kids that, that, that want it, we can save the ones that we can save. The ones that we can't, we're just not going to. You know, we're going we gonna to weep about it and, and pray to God. You know, like some of the kids I look at now, I see them at the Walmart. And I know they're doing the wrong thing, you know, in the street. Um, I, mm. It's not for so much we can do. That old saying, you can lead them, but you can make them drink it. Um, we can put that in them. They got to want it. Oh, yes. I appreciate that. Oh, yes. Definitely. Definitely. Now, uh, if you're screaming from the phone, if you've called us and you're screaming from the phone, all you have to do is press 1. Press 1, and we will bring you on, all right? This is an interactive show, and, you know, we want to show the guests love. Just call up and say, hey, your story was powerful, and then you can hang up. That's cool. A lot of y'all are listening. You're inboxing us. We see you sharing and tweeting and stuff like that. But, you know, we also want you to show love to the guest as well. So call up, you know, say hey to Rodia. You don't have to, you know, <laughs> contribute to the topic if you don't want to, but uh, but show us some love. You know, call in. Call in, Blacktopia. We see you guys chatting in the chat room. We see you guys commenting on the post, but also call into the show, too, because this looks good on the air <laughs> as well. So, um, <laughs> so people can see that. People can see that you're here. Uh, so again, just just press one, press one, if you want to talk. Uh, yeah, press we'll the one. Out. We hear if you have any press questions, one. we right here. This guy named Jay, so hit the one and come talk to us. <laughs> I got another question. If you're I was thinking about. Oh, and Allie, before you ask the question, I want to say uh, if you're screaming from the link, if you're on the link, give us a call at nine two nine four seven seven. Three eight seven two and press one, and we'll talk about it. 
going ahead and join us. Uh, Allie, uh, the floor is yours. Yeah, I just want to, um, okay, so uh, you and Barbara, or Miss Johnson, you and Barbara are just talking about um, just different behaviors that some of us are young people definitely, and uh, it seems like nowadays the modern people are praising. What kind of things, like when it comes to social media, can we, you know, should we stop doing? Like I know, like sharing those fights, that's definitely an obvious one. But what are some other things that, as an adult, we could take responsibility on as far as just, you know, just even comedy on some of these things? Well, I, I, I use one for an example. I saw a video of um, two young ladies that were in a fight, um, and actually before the end of the video, the two dads, uh, I think it was the dad or somebody came and broke up the fight, and it was really, I can't recall the whole thing, but it was total opposite of what we thought was going to happen. So we thought it was going to be a bunch of fighting and yelling and screaming and cursing and just acting all out of pocket in the street. And in, in the end, they all turned around and walked away. So I think if we all came back and did more videos like that, the videos that we're making are the ones that they're passing around. And I watched, you know, some of this stuff have two and three million views um, on young people in the street fighting each other, and we can't get 2.3 million votes. We can't get 2.3 okay. million people to come and, um, you know, volunteer their time and, and volunteer, yeah. you know, show. So it's, it's, it's not, we're going to have to just, and I say this a lot, we just got to do what we do. You know what I mean? Because we can't make anybody do anything. We talk about our president, and I'm not going to give him a whole lot of play today, but that man ain't stupid. He knows exactly what he's doing. He's very, very smart. Right. I don't think he's so racist. I don't think he cares whether you black, blue, or orange, or he cares about his green. And when the rest of the world realizes that, they'll leave that man alone because they're wasting their time hating him. He, all he wants is the dollar. So it's the same with the Internet. They want that. that you know, you look at <laughs> with a lot of your violence, they get the most ratings because that's the way the world is made. You know, we're not going to be able to stop that. That's all God's job. And, and I think once mm-hmm. we realize that what we can't change and we start worrying about the things that we can, we'll be able to change so much more. You understand what I mean? Like, we leave the little stuff alone. We can't change. Um, I, I don't, I don't want to keep talking about the drug addicts, but we'll go with our opioid thingy now we got going on. We can't change those people. We can't nope. stop them from doing that. That's something that you want to do. We can do all this mental health, wasting all these 2 and $3 million grants, putting these mental health classes together for people who popping pills before they walk in your class. You yep. understand what I mean? So we paying for that stuff. So we're not, it's a lot of stuff we're just not going to be able to stop. Reaching back for our kids is the biggest step we can take because they're going to be the only ones to save the world. We ain't going to be here much longer. You know what I mean? We got to get them. That's that's all we can do is get them. And if everybody just kind of, you know, does their part, then we can get a whole lot of them. You know what I mean? So it's it's just hard. And we just got to not worry about the hard and just – you know, somebody told me the other day, and I always hear it in my head, um, I'm, I'm the most insecure, uh, confident person you'll ever know. So, And I say that a lot. So I'm always saying, oh, Lord, what if I can't do this? Oh, Lord, this is not going to, I can't do it. And I'm always doing that to myself. But in the end, what if I do it? What if I can do it? Like, you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. You just miss them. So, okay, I might miss that three throw, but I'm going to get the next one. You know, so that's the mindset we need to put into the children now. Mm-hmm. You, mm-hmm. you know, even my poor little oh, baby, yeah. I felt so bad for her. She didn't make the cheerleading team. Um, 
And she act like she was okay with it, but I know that hurt her heart because I've been there. So I wanted to cry for her, but at the same time, I had to encourage her to do something else. She got a mind like magic. So now she's on the beta club. She wouldn't have been able to do the beta club if she was on the cheerleading team. Now she's doing mm-hmm. the um, science Olympiad, you know, so encouraging oh, them yeah. to do things that they, that they, just because you can't cheer, oh, well, so what? No problem. You know, just because you can't mm-hmm. do volleyball, okay, let's find what you're good at. Regardless of what it is, some of these yes, little ma'am. kids in there, they running around rapping and singing all these songs. How you know that's not mm-hmm. the next yes. somebody? Just yes, because you're singing and looking ghetto and hood that, that some people would call that, you know, just because right. he's doing that, that could be the next two pots. I love pots, so I had to shout them out. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Now, <laughs> now Rodia, we, we got a call. Yeah, yes, that, we, we totally agree. Uh, Rodia, we also uh, have a caller that wants to add in, uh, add on to what you're saying. So uh, let's go ahead and take oh. this call. Also, after we take this call, uh, if you're streaming from your phone, all you have to do is press 1. If you're streaming from your phone, all you have to do is press 1. If you're listening in on the link, give us a call at 929-477-3872, and then press 1, and we'll bring you on. Caller in the six seven eight seven six seven. You're on the air. Who is this? This is Boy Hood. What it do, Jay? Hey, Miss Barbara. Ding hey, Now, now, D Hood, we were hey. going to bring you on actually for the uh, the plug away segment, uh, but we'll, you can talk on the. Uh, you could, you know, if you anything you want to say to Rodia. You're welcome to do that, but we're definitely gonna bring you back for plug away. Yeah, yeah, that's what I wanted to talk to about. Uh, hey, Miss Rodia, nice to meet hey, you. Hey, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing fantastic. Just to speak on what you're talking about, like I understand 110 percent because, like, just being from where I was from, and like we kind of grew up in like a, a rough neighborhood and things like that, where a lot of people chose to do bad, but. Like we did, luckily for me, we had someone like you in our neighborhood by the name of Mr. Titus. And, um, you know, you know what I'm saying? He mentored us, got us in, um, you know what I'm saying, like that. And, like, me and a couple of fellas that grew up in the neighborhood, not everybody, like you said, like some people going to still make their choices, but some of us turned out to be pretty all right because, you know what I'm saying, we made a decision that, like, you know, it's got to be, like, want better. Like, you know what I'm saying? You get the opportunity, but it's up to you to do what you're going to do with that opportunity, you know? Mm-hmm. That's right. Every, everybody doesn't make it out. And there's a Titus in every community. You know, we just need some more Tituses in all the communities. I'm glad you had Titus to, you know, help you out because we, we need that. We need that. We can't do it by ourselves. I hope you do the same thing. You reach back and you be the next Titus. <laughs> oh, yes, ma'am. <laughs> You do that. And where you from? I'm from Lagrange, Georgia. Okay. Okay. So, and what are you doing now, though? What you doing to reach back? You going to get some of those babies out of school? Oh yeah, like uh, every chance. Like, well, I was in the army for a while. I'm out the army now, but everywhere I go, when I get settled into the community, like I mentor the younger guys in the community. You know, I go out and give them, give time mm-hmm. to them. But right now, me myself, like. I do music. I own my own label, Out of Order Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Like, I do music. So mm-hmm. I do a lot of that. And then a lot of the younger guys that want to do music, the information that I have when I run across these younger guys, like, you know, I ask them about their BMI and ASCAP like that because a lot of guys, they're doing it, but they don't really understand the business aspect. So if you can catch them when they're younger like that and you start 
teaching them when you run from 14, 15, and they just really learning the, how to use their pen. Hey, come over here. Let me show you how to do this. Because somebody else showed it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's dope. Well, younger. you own your own. I'm sorry. You own your own label, right? So what, what yes, would be ma'am. a nice, can I make a suggestion for you? Yes, ma'am. Okay, so I would love to see you get at least one a year to mentor a student. Um, girl, boy that that loves music or just has a, a knack for you know wanting to be involved and just take them up under your wing and see where they go with it. You know everybody's not a Michael Jordan or whatever, and you'll know that they'll know that. I'm one of those people that's really quick to say, no, baby, that's not what you need to do. You know because you can see a gift, um, yes, and, and we're not gonna waste time doing extra stuff. If they sound you know terrible, no, baby, we not we don't have enough auto tune for that. That kind of thing. We we steer them to something else. But you might just never know who you can inspire just taking up. I'm going to be a wing. Go get them once a month. Bring them to the studio with you or, you know, let them make coffee or whatever. But just give them the opportunity to be in the presence of the things that they are inspired by. So I'm going to challenge you to do that. Yeah. Oh, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I have um, some of the guys, they come by from time to time over by the house. Like, when I set up shop, and, you know, I just, like, just start teaching them. And plus, luckily for me, my wife is a teacher, so. Huh? <laughs> yes. yes. That's ma'am. perfect. See, you got a whole homeschool right there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. But I will accept that challenge once a month. Okay. I'm going to find out from Jay who you are, and next month, this date, I'm gonna, I want to meet that child. Yes, ma'am. You with? Yes, okay. Ma'am. <laughs> Yes, ma'am. All right. Well, you got any oh, more yeah. questions oh, for yeah. me? Oh, no, ma'am. I'm just excited about to hear about the book. We're going to get to that. <laughs> um, during the next hour, we're going to get to that. D-Hood, definitely thank you. Hold the line because we're going to bring you back for Plug Away. D-Hood is also one of the Blacktopia sponsors. Uh, so, you know, yes, of course, we're going to give him a... Uh, Yes, so we're going to give him a good room to speak and plug a lot of the things he has coming up. And also, if you want to sponsor Blacktopia, we have some sponsorship and advertising packages available for you. You can email me at thegiantblast at gmail.com. You know, that's T-H-E-G-I-A-N-T-B-L-A-S-T at, G- at gmail.com. The Giant Blast email that or you can hit up the Blacktopia one too. That's on Blacktopia.org. Either way, they'll they'll get to me. I, I just have certain filters for different ones, and uh, or you can also hit me up, Jonathan Coleman. You know, you see me on Blacktopia, Jonathan Coleman. Hit me up if you want to talk about advertising with Blacktopia, the Blacktopia website, the Blacktopia mobile apps, uh, all that stuff. You can have your stuff everywhere. Uh, you could be everywhere, just like you see me everywhere. <laughs> you know, I know a lot of people. Dang, Jay, you on this? You on that? Well, you can too. So, uh, so hit us up, and we'll we'll have you advertised on many of the different platforms and avenues, and magazines, and websites, and anything else. All right, we're gonna take a break really soon, but we're gonna get in another caller. I uh, see the caller in the. Uh, I I didn't catch the area code. They hung up, but uh, call us back if you're streaming from the link. Give us a call at nine two nine four seven seven. Three eight seven two, and uh, if you're streaming from your phone, all you got to do is press one, and we'll bring you on. All right, we see a lot of people talking in the chat room. We see a lot of people talking in Blacktopia 
about what's going on. That's great. I see a lot of people sharing out the messages. That's great. We're going to get to the – maybe a lot of y'all are saving your questions for the for the erotic fiction. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah, you go ahead and bring that up. <laughs> what's that? What's that? <laughs> we're going to talk. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. Well, let's actually, you know what? Let's go ahead and take it. Barbara. Yes. Babs. Babs, what was that? Yes. What were you saying? I said they just nasty people. But you didn't have to. You put that picture up there showing somebody doing something wrong. If you just went and just said about a book in general, you threw that nasty shot up there. No wonder everybody want to talk about it. <laughs> That's why he said that. Yeah. I said that too. I saw that. I started out on a regular scenario. They didn't want to hear about the sex show because that's me threw up there in the picture of sex. Not you saying you had 10 other little, you know, group, group shows put together. I was up there in the picture of there some nasty folks. See? You ain't that the situation, man. Always Oh, uh, we're gonna definitely get. Oh yes, we're definitely gonna get. Hey, that, hey, that's the that's that's the kind of marketing you get when you mess with Blacktopia. You know, we'll, we'll have you talking about. It. <laughs> we'll bring your eyes to it. All right, so uh, we're about to get into this break. When we come back, we have Butterfly Flow. After Butterfly Flow, we have Plug Away. So if you have a business, product, service, brand, whatever, and you want to plug it. We'll take your calls there and plug away so you can plug whatever you have. Then after that, we're going to get into the erotica. You're listening to Blacktopia Presents Roundtable Talk Radio with your hosts, Barbara the Country Cleaning Lady, Miss Allie the Communicator, and Adrian Charleston the other one. I mean, the, 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 the true butterfly? <laughs> we will, uh, <laughs> and we will, uh, we're coming back. All right, so uh, we're going to play a D-Hud song. First, the newest, the newest single from D Hud, G World, aka Huddy World, and we'll play some commercials, and we're coming back. Remain focused and take care of business. Make a pussy 
they trying to block my vision. I'm a man on a mission. Ain't got time for you mitches. Now the ones that switching up, like I really give a fuck. Nigga, no, if you broken, we can tell this club. But they true to me, D-H-U-D. Hell yeah, that's how I did it. Out of order, we get reckless if you suckers really with it. Left, right, left, homie, say in Left, right, left, in the Cause my people envy It's out of order when we in the building Throughout this life we make some tough decisions It's out of order, welcome to my vision Throughout this life we make some tough decisions Remain focused and take care of business You think it's pussy acting like some bitches Say true to me, homie, that's how I did it That's how I did it, bro Yo, what it do? This your boy D-Hud of Vitavort Entertainment, and you are listening to Blacktopia Roundtable Talk Radio with Barbara the Country Cleaning Lady, Adrian Charleston the True Butterfly, and Miss Ellie the Communicator. What it do, some guy named Jay? Y'all keep doing your thing, baby. This your boy Hud. Make sure y'all go check out my two new singles, Huddy World and Life So Short. Tease it featuring your boy D-Hud, just like that. And we out. Enjoy the show. Oh, yes. It's money to be made out here. Win big at the Lucky Panda. This is some guy named Jay, like I've always been. And I want to let you all know that you can win big money out here at the Lucky Panda Adult Arcade, located 2610 Clemson Avenue, Charlotte, North Carolina, right off the plaza. Open seven days a week, days and nights, so come on out. The Lucky Panda has skill games, fish games, and more, including weekly raffles and drawings. So there are plenty of chances for you to win big money. Lucky Panda also serves free food to the players on Saturdays. So come on out. Again, that's the Lucky Panda. And that's Panda spelled with a 9 instead of a P. Located 2610 Clemson Avenue in Charlotte, North Carolina, right off the plaza. Come on out and win big. See you there. Yeah, what's up? It's your girl, Linda B. Let me find out you got that big boy TV, but you only get in hospital station. Uh-uh. Let me find out you got that flat screen TV plugged up to a converter box because you too cheap to get cable. Let uh-huh. me find out every week you down at the bootleg man trying to get new movies because you running out of stuff to watch. Shame on you. I'm here. That's what I do. You want cable? Hit me up. Oh, Bill, no problem. I got you. Cable too high? I got you. Dun, dun, Hit me dun, up. Dun. We can do this a few ways. You can either call me. I can call you. 937-287-0736. Or you could go to my website, lindaebrown.acndirect.com. Or we could do a three-way call. What? A three-way call? We could even do a three-way call. Shut the Hit front me door. up today, and you can have cable tomorrow. Yeah, I got your back. And remember, with God, all things is possible. Have a good day, world, and I'm out. Damn, girl. I ain't seen you in a long time. You done lost some weight. That's right, girl. 
child. I've been using this new product, Total Life Changes Tea by CurvyButHealthy.com. That's how I lost the weight. Child. Now, wait a minute, girl. So all you're saying I got to do is drink this tea and I can go to the bathroom and piss these calories out of me? Well, not quite. What it does is speed up your metabolism, curb your appetite, and give you the nutrients your body needs so that it can help you shed the pounds. And, girl, you can lose the weight and keep them curves, too. Well, girl, that's exactly what I need. I'm trying to look good in my bikini when I go down to the beach. I'm going to go to curvybutthealthy.com right now and order about 10 cases of that tea. Yes, yes. 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 Order Total Life Changes tea from curvybutthealthy.com today. Yeah. I'm going to go to CurvyButtHealthy.com and order about 10 cases of that tea. I'm going to go to CurvyButtHealthy.com. I'm going to go to CurvyButtHealthy.com. Yo, what it do? This your boy D-Hud of Vitavort Entertainment, and you are listening to Blacktopia Roundtable Talk Radio with Barbara the Country Cleaning Lady, Adrian Charleston the True Butterfly, and Miss Ellie, the communicator. What it do, some guy named Jay? Y'all keep doing your thing, baby. This your boy, Hud. Make sure y'all go check out my two new singles, Huddy World and Life So Short. Tease it featuring your boy, D-Hud. Just like that. And we out. Enjoy the show. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We're glad you're enjoying the show. Welcome to the second half of the biggest colored show on earth, Blacktopia presents Roundtable Talk Radio. And uh, we have our guest, Radia Johnson. And we're going to get into our topic. The topic is, of course, black erotica. But before we get into our topic, of course, we have Butterfly Flow with Adrian Charleston, True Butterfly. Hey. Hey. <laughs> I didn't know if I was on or not. I still have my phone muted. How are you this evening? Oh, you know, I'm doing great, just doing a show. Okay, that's wonderful. So, um, hey, everybody, this is Adrian Charleston, the true butterfly. And on tonight's Butterfly Flow, we are going to talk about Veterans Day. So Veterans Day is coming up. It is actually on Sunday, um, and a lot of people have Monday off in honor of Veterans Day, but Veterans Day is actually on Sunday. And as a uh, as a veteran myself and a proud member of the United States Army or a retired member of the United States Army, I would just like to give a shout-out to all of the veterans out there, to all of your families, to everyone who has served, because just because you are serving, um, when you're married and you have children, your children and your spouse is serving as well. And um, I say spouse because women serve as, hey, here I am. And um, so it could be a husband that is the spouse. It can be the, you know, the husband that is the dependent. And I just want to say a very happy Veterans Day. Um, today a lot of people are talking about voting, but guess what? It's over. It's 9 o'clock at night here on this side, well, 10 o'clock. So voting is over. But just know that veterans, we serve for many different reasons. We serve for everyone. We serve for everything and everybody. So let's not, as veterans, try to pick and choose who we serve for. We serve for everyone. And you may have your own opinions. You may have your own thoughts. You may have everything that, you know, things that you want to vote for, things that you want, don't want to vote for, and things that you want to do and don't want to do, but we serve for the right for everyone to be able to do that. So, um, yeah, so happy Veterans Day. And to all the veterans, make sure you get online and check out all the freebies. There are a lot of free meals on Sunday and Monday all day. Um, so make sure you check those out, and um, happy Veterans Day. 
Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you, Adrian, for serving. And I also want to give you a gunshot salute. There we go. Just one, not 21, just know that one. All right. Okay, and, um, I'll, I'll and also, one Barbara, gunshot. Yes, ma'am. And Barbara the Country Clean Lady is also a veteran. You know, so yes. I give a shout out to her, too. And, uh, and I heard so D. Hood said, said the same, way, same thing, too. Yes, ma'am. He is a veteran. I was just about to say that. And definitely, uh, mm-hmm. yes, he certainly did. So there we go. Thank mm-hmm. <laughs> if we have any other veterans uh, in Blacktopia that's listening, you're welcome to call up and, and, and let us know. If you're streaming from the link, give us a call at 929-477-3872, you know, if you're streaming from the link. And if you've already called the number, if, you, if you're listening from your phone, if you just call, all you have to do is just press 1, and we will bring you on. And uh, you can talk to us, talk about it. Now the next segment we're doing right now is called Plug Away, where we allow anyone to just plug whatever they have going on. You may be an artist that has a song you want to plug. You could do that. You may have a a business, a brand, product, whatever, whatever you're pushing, even if you're doing some multi-level marketing thing and you want to sign people up for the uh, upside-down triangle of success. Because it's not a pyramid scheme; it's a upside-down triangle success. Uh, you can because you know you got to flip it positive. Uh, call in and and plug that as well. Anything you want to do, anything you want to plug, you're welcome to plug it. And after plug away, Miss Allie has a poem that she wants to, uh, you know, that she wants to share. But uh, first, let me bring on D Hood, one of our sponsors. D Hood. Yo. D Hood. Go ahead and plug away before we take the rest of the callers. Oh, man. Once again, shout out to everybody. Also, shout out to all the veterans that's listening on the line. But, oh, yeah, man. Shout out to FFM Enterprise, Redfield, my brother Mount Nas, IDE, the IDE family. Uh, shout out to my out of water NT supporters. Shout out to the Black Blacktopia. And the round talk radio table. Um, but also, man, everybody check out the new single, Huddy World, which was originally named G World, G World, aka Huddy World. Uh, the G World came from my wife, First Lady, Miss Devonna Hudson. But, uh, and then we got another single, TV Futuring D Hud, which is called Life Short, that'll be getting ready to come out soon. Uh, be looking out for that song to drop here soon, but it's called Life Short. I met TZ out here in Texas, but he's originally from Mississippi. Definitely, definitely D Hud. We're gonna throw some claps on it. And um Definitely and if you also have uh, also if you want to get more updates on D Hud, you could also go to www.d-hud.blogspot.com. That's D W just give me that's www D dash hud.blogspot.com and get updates on D Hud. If you're screaming from your link, all you got to do is give us a call at 929-477-3872. If you're streaming from the phone right now and you want to plug away, give us uh, just press one and we'll bring you on. Let's go on ahead and take on the next plug. Uh, D Hud, we're going to keep you on too, but uh, but hold on, let me take the next caller. 
caller in the 704-891. You're on the air. Who is this? Yo, yo, what's going on, Jay? This is Rojack. Rojack! What's up, big fan? Doing good, cuz. We got family in the building. You're welcome to plug away. I know you got a lot of great things going on. Go ahead and let everybody know what you got going on. Man, God is good first and foremost, man. Um I got my um my brand that I'm pushing, uh could creative is it represents creative, unique urban designs. That's what it stands for. That's the acronym for it. K U U D. Um is is mother is kid tested, mother approved, man. It ain't it ain't it ain't, you know, promoting anything as far as the violence and, you know, things like that. Not not saying that it's always bad as far as, you know, promotion and publicity because they say, you know, all publicity is good. That's what they say. But, yeah, I'm just promoting my brand, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Any uh, any links, any uh, uh, websites, social media, anything you want to plug like that? Oh, man, yeah. Y'all can actually, honestly, you can type up, you can Google Could Entertainment, you know. And um, if anybody have any comments or any questions, they can just, you Google it, everything, all my information will pop up. Um, I'm working on the clothing line as far as, you know, going into the next year. I'm looking to have, you know, more good apparel out there. I got my own good, like my smell goods. I call it I smell good. Got my own oils. Um, just working, man. Of course, I do music. Um, got some new music that's coming up. I can't really speak on it just yet, but just know that we're coming. We're coming strong. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, uh, now, Ro, did you also want to join us for the topic a little later in the show? Say what now? I said, did you also want to join us for the topic uh, coming up as well? Oh, of course. Of course, if I can. Oh, okay. No problem. No problem. What I'm going to do is we're going to go into the – oh, well, the next caller hung up. Uh, but it's all good. What I, what I want you to do, Ro, is uh, I'm going to I'm gonna actually put you right to the side – and uh, then we'll bring you back on. We start taking some questions, uh, you know, taking some, you know, callers for the topic. All right. All right. No problem. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you, Cud. Thank you for calling in. Thank you for supporting. Already, you already know. Oh yes. All right. Oh, we got another caller. All right. Caller in the seven. Excuse me. Caller in the. Uh oh. Where'd it go? Okay, the call in the 706, call back. Uh, just press 1 again. If that's all you did, we just press 1 too many times because I know some people do that. Okay, there we go. Caller in the uh, 706-661, you're on the air. Who is this? Hi, I'm D. Hud's sister, and I would like to know what is his biggest inspiration when it comes down to his music. Uh, well, well, uh, D. Hud's sister, uh, thank you for calling. Um, this this segment right here is called Plug Away, and we allow people to just kind of plug some things. Uh, uh, it's not really a, a feature for D-HUD during this segment. However, D-HUD, I will allow you to answer that right quick, and then we'll go into the next uh, segment, you know, since he is the uh, one of the sponsors of Blacktopia. <laughs> so, D-HUD, <laughs> going ahead and uh, yeah. we got family all over tonight. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, my biggest biggest inspiration of my music comes from, like, 
me, like my deepest desires, my uh, emotions, and everything, and through it all, and through all the good, bad, and the ugly, through it all, I still find that it's inspiration to, you know, to put it all together to still tell a beautiful story, you know, and, you know what I'm saying, and you still see the you still see all the emotion, the real human emotions, because you have good days and you have days to be mad, but through it all, you still have a positive side. Of like, you know, at the end of the day, everything going to be all right. And I take all that and put it in my music. So my inspiration comes deep from within, and I tell my story. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Thank you for that, that answer, D. Hood. And thank you, D. Hood sister. Uh, D. Hood sister, are you also a member of Blacktopia? No, sir, I'm not. Oh, we'd love to have you. You know, we'd love to have you. Just uh, join us on Facebook, and uh, you're welcome to, to chop it up with us. We have a lot of great things, a lot of great themes. We have fun in there, so hopefully you can you can join us. Is there any other way than Facebook? I don't have one. All right. Well, actually, it's on it's on Facebook. Uh, we don't have uh, any other. We have you know certain posts on social media, but the uh, the the group is only on Facebook. But you can also join us on www.blacktopia.org. We will relaunch a, a chat room. I mean, excuse me, not chat room. We'll relaunch a message board that we originally had way back in the day. Mm-hmm. We're we'll actually going to bring that back, but it's going to be different. Yeah, so you can join that. Okay, uh, for, for people that's not on Facebook, they can they can join that way. So uh, definitely, thank you for that. Thank you for that, D Hud sister. Uh, we're gonna hit throw some claps for you as well. And uh, hey, Jay, this is Adrian. Right. How are you? I'm doing well. <laughs> um, I wanna um, since you didn't have anybody else to plug for the third one, I wanna plug um, author Leah Michelle. And she wanted to let you know that her hashtags are Do You Know My Girls and hashtag Mahogany Meets Polygamy. No, Polyamory. Oh, there we go. Mahogany Meets Polyamory and hashtag Do You Know My Girls. So this is from author Leah Michelle. She wanted to plug stuff, but her um her voice is, is gone. Definitely, definitely check out Leah Michelle, check out everything she has going on. Uh, happy belated birthday to her as well. And um, yes. also, Leah Michelle also writes for Blacktopia for the Blacktopia website and mobile app. You can check out our columns on www.blacktopia.org. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I also have something I want to plug and I want to pass the mic to Allie for her poem. And uh, the thing I want to plug is this Saturday at 10 o'clock. I mean, excuse me. No, excuse me. November 10th, not at 10 (laughs) o'clock. I just see 10. On November 10th, Saturday, I will be a guest on On the Rise Radio, uh, WBKE. You can listen on the app, the TuneIn app, and iTunes, all the other apps. And you can also go on www.otr.la, and uh, it will be 12 noon, uh, you know, on the West Coast time, but it'll be 3 o'clock on the East Coast. So 3 o'clock in the afternoon if you're on the East Coast, 
uh, you know, some guy named Jay, myself, will be a guest on On The Rise Radio. I was recently featured on the backside cover on On The Rise magazine, and um, I also got the, uh, got the, the physical copy that I'm going to show you guys in the Facebook Live and tell you guys where to get that from is the different areas and things like that. It's real good. I love the article they did with me. The interview is great. You get to know a little bit about some guy named Jay, and, you know, the mastermind behind Blacktopia and all the other things I did leading up to Blacktopia. So if you want to know, hey, uh, how did this uh, thing happen? What, Jay, what do you, what do, you do? <laughs> well, then you can uh, read the article and answer all those questions. All right? Now, Allie, let's go ahead and plug the mic to Allie, and then we'll get straight into the topic because uh, time is flying. <laughs> we, we said not one thing about uh, uh, anything sexy yet. So let's go ahead and get straight to that. Uh, Allie, the communicator. Yes, I am here. <laughs> I'm over here just talking. Um, <laughs> yeah, what I have to say is not so sexy, not yet. But what I, I, I do want to plug away real quick. I need everyone to um, go to my new YouTube channel. Just started up with my cousin and I. It's called The Allie and Zoe Show. That's on YouTube, or you can just go to my Instagram, and you'll find the link right there. That's um, at ms.alle. That's at Miss Allie on Instagram. Go ahead and follow me. Okay. And like I said, I do have this poem that I wrote because earlier we were talking about, you know, abusive relationships and the children. And just like I was telling Ms. Johnson that when I was a substitute teacher, I asked these children what exactly inspired them, and that, like, changed my view of so much. And I wrote a poem. This was in 2014. I wrote a poem, and this is my perspective of what I experienced after I had asked them what inspires you. Okay? Y'all ready? (laughs) Okay. Yes. This is called Third Ward. Seven classes of declared badasses, hysterical laughter, immaturely, knownly assassins of love, care, emotionlessness. Still an infant by heart, the children say to me, hey, little girl, you our teacher? What are we doing today? My objective off top is to get them to understand that I ain't like the man. If respect is respect, then their idea of chopping on a block actually takes one lesson from me. And that is to be a boss, your lips and teeth need to be silent. Three shots fired. Show no love. Show no fear. Show no mercy. None of them missed. An open ear of clarity is what these children really need, but continue to resist the notion of walk a mile in my shoes. Hello, everyone. My name is Miss W. I'm looking around, and I see I know a couple of you. As I look in their eyes, I hear Jay-Z, it's a hard not life, and surely it is. Molestation, abandonment, prostitution, to say the least, but the children, I mean, but the man tells me it's my job to teach a lesson that couldn't even bless them, more so stress them. Walking through the halls of police, I say to myself, is this a prison or modern-day slavery? Am I the pretty light-skinned nigga with benefits doing this for Big Daddy? These children want peace. Instead, their next move is to grab a piece. Three shots fired. Show no love. Show no fear. Show no mercy. The next thing I say to these children is dire. Now, I want everyone to write four sentences about what inspires you. Never would I have known the words 
the can of worms I just opened. A girl stands up and don't nobody inspire me. What about you? Her revelation is true. These children are the beasts in the streets. Nothing too inspiring coming from the block of get that money or die trying. This little girl later told me she was the hot boy's main bitch. Who really gives a fuck about inspiring and all that shit? Plus the freak. I didn't know it was going to be this deep. I look around the room and the energy is crazy. Every story seemed worse than the next. It amazed me. I had crack babies, single mothers, hustlers, and foster children all subconsciously yelling to me, save me. Hard as a calm, concrete block brick that forms these walls, eight hours a day with these beings, looking at the time going tick-tock, tick-tock. I say to them finally, this time is crucial. It's the moment to think of a better future where one inspiration is found within self, where determination becomes your explanation, and letting all BS sit on the shelf. The children say they want to be better, but their anger tells me whether they are really receiving, not believing me. Look, this is the third ward. How deceiving. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. To do the claps, there we go. Definitely, thank you, thank you for that, Miss Allie. That was that was a deep, that was a very good, very deep poem. Uh, thank you for sharing that with us. Uh, let's go on ahead and um, get into that. Actually, before we get into the topic, Radia, Radia, what would you like to say about Miss Allie's poem? I loved it. It was really dope. I was like into it, like moving with them. <laughs> So that was that was dope, and it's very true, Miss Allie. So I see mm-hmm. where you was going with the inspiration thing. Yeah. Somebody asked me that one day, what was my biggest inspiration, and that was my my answer, me. You know, there is none. If you have none, you got to make one. Right. So yeah, that was dope. Oh yes, oh yes. Now, now, um, this is how we're going to lead to this topic, uh, right here. Yes, I'm here. All right. Do you have an excerpt ready for us to read on the air? (laughs) I do. Definitely. Well, share with us that juicy, and and, and it's a juicy one, right? It's not the, it's not a, a, well, I know you want to save some of the best for for the actual book purchase. You know, you want to give it all away for free, but you're giving us some juicy, right? It's not the... I'm gonna give you a little bit. Um, they're all pretty juicy. They're they're all really adult. Um, and hopefully, you know, it takes you to another place because they're all like in a different country or, you know, this one I'm gonna read now is called Wet. Um, and it it takes place in Trinidad, so it's it's really cool and it's a little different. So you kind of gotta listen so you get it. Um, again, the title is Wet. Okay. So Sangri Grandi, a beautiful city in Trinidad and Tobago, home to one of the most amazing waterfalls I'd ever known, is set on the northeastern coast, and it was called the Rico Seco. It was on the northeastern coast. The water fell white, winter white, but turned a vivid green when it settled into the river. There were huge, smooth, round rocks in various shades of earth color piled on top of each other. 
nestled in its corner, surrounded by huge leaves and moss, colored in envy. You dared to wish you were that beautiful, dared to wish you were that still. Sure, never, ever become anywhere near as perfect. It was as magical as it was breathtakingly calm and peaceful. I'm Najee. I would know. I was born there. Somehow, I'd always been drawn to it. I'd come here as a child and sit for hours staring at the water falling, changing colors as it rests within the river. This day, this day would change my life. It was a cool day. Still, the sun's rays warmed the river. Kneeling down closer to sea, I trickled the water between my fingers. While I watched my reflection in the water, I see me, but it's a different me. This image was wearing nothing but a pair of lavender lace panties. I moved my hand back and forth in the water. In an attempt to whisk away this image I see, it doesn't move. I stand to my feet and step in. Suddenly the wind begins to circle, circle swiftly around my body. With one forceful wind, my panties mysteriously blow off into the water. I can't move. The water seems to be rising. I started out ankle deep. Now it's up to my knees. I'm terrified, but my body is in another place. I feel what feels like hands caressing my whole being. From my head to my toes, a gentle kiss covered me. Infused with passion, I began running my hands through my hair, swaying my hips from side to side, kissing and squeezing on my titties. I stick one finger in my mouth and slide my tongue round and round and round, slow and sexy as if I was sucking on his dick, moving my head in and in an outward motion, lips to throat, gentle so I don't bite. Mm. I'm in awe of this thing, this feeling that's come over me. This shit feels wonderful. Don't wake me, I beg. I feel like someone's watching me, but I didn't care. It gave me a reason to be sexy as hell. I liked it. I welcomed the moist humidity coming from my pussy area. Even submerged in all this water, she stayed sticky and extra hydrated. The river was turning me on, my mind racing in and out of control like an out-of-control locomotive. What the hell was this? It wasn't of this world. I was sure of that. There was no one here. What was happening, I thought, I feel hot and jittery all over, as if I just stepped inside a sauna. Uncontrollably, my hand is moving. Something is making me touch myself. I tried to move my hand in another direction, but this thing, this whisper in my ears, whispering my name, Najee, he whispers. How did he know my name? Where are you? Let me see you, I cried fearfully. He commands me to take three fingers and slide them inside me. Oh, my, something is moving my hand. I no longer had control of my limbs. I wanted to stop out of fear of the unknown, yet I wanted this nut like chocolate needs chips. Can you imagine that? The most amazing feeling to ever come over you. You can't explain it, but can't live without it. And damn sure I'm not going to stop it. Lord, help me. I'm tripping out. My hand was reaching hidden spots inside me I didn't know existed. I'm moaning and whistling things like, please, please, fuck me. My pussy is so wet. Who are you? Where are you? I mumbled. Touch me there, I said, looking around, wondering if I really just said that shit out loud to a river. Suddenly, this force, this entity moved my fingers into my click and tapped, tap, 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 tap on it swiftly, the water assisting his finger. This thing in its glide from my asshole to my flower bud, 
back and forth just like the waves surrounding me. I can feel my nipples hardening and my mouth watering in dire need of something to suck on, desperate for some lips to wrap around mine. The spongy sweetness from the head of his dick resting on each cheek is what I pictured while licking my lips. I needed that shit. Oh, my, my, my. The river flicks me on my knees. The river, this water flicks me on my knees in the most peaceful, gentle way. Then up again. Then bam, slams me onto the water. Whatever it was, whatever he was, whatever this thing was, without notice, it aggressively slammed me on my knees into a doggy-style position, hands planted firmly on the water's surface. My knees planted on what feels like a fluffy, cow- fluffy cloud. My ass swaying to the water's rhythm. It was water. Why the hell wasn't I thinking? Was I fucking dreaming? A wet dream, maybe. If so, I didn't want to wake up. I wanted the end game to be me, pussy on swole, and clit laid to rest. I'm not going to give y'all no more. <laughs> Definitely. Oh yeah. Baby. Hey, hey, hey. Are y'all still there? Baby. No. Baby. <laughs> yes. Look, I'll Baby. be there. <laughs> Was that okay? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. That's a good quiet. Yes. Yes. Barbara, country cleaning lady. What what would you like to say? I was in deep thought about the wet dream part, and, and I thought she said something about a big dick, but I want a certain. I was trying to. I got caught in somebody saying something to me on the other on the other phone, and I was like, "Well, I missed that portion, but that's all right. I, I get it when the book come out. It's all good." Damn. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Adrian Charleston, the butterfly. Yeah. Now wait a minute, girl. <laughs> yes. Winter or cocoon? No, yeah. you know I I put my phone on mute because you know I don't want to say something or be doing something and mess up the show. <laughs> okay. Now, well, before we start taking some uh, some callers. Um, you know, uh, and, and if and if you want to talk about this, all you have to do is press one if you're streaming from the phone. All right, if you've already called, press one. We'll bring you on. If you are streaming from the link, give us a call at nine two nine four seven seven three eight seven two, and we'll bring you on in order. Um, and actually, you know what? Uh, before we take some calls, I have some things I want to say. But the question I want to ask, Radia. Um, Aside from that passage that you just read, you know, which was hot on its own, uh, what can we expect from your book series that makes you different from all the other uh, black erotic fiction books? Uh, what do you What do you specifically bring to the table? What is your signature? What do you What you, you know what I'm asking? What are you bringing uh, to the you know to the game? Well, I I honestly think it's just a creativity thing because when I write, I just generally just sit there and stuff just kind of pops into my head. And to be plainly honest, if I'm going to be that way today, (laughs) 
Um, a lot of the stories are true stories with tweaks. You know, so of course we're not in the river and nobody's having sex with a river, but they come from a lot of real life, um, from some friends, you know, from life experiences. And I think that's what's different. I think another thing that I have that a lot of authors didn't have, um, a lot of your erotic authors, because we don't have a whole lot, we got few, but not a whole lot, is video and audio. Um, because a lot of times when you read an erotic book, it's a little extra. You really have to go there and, you know, you really have to be able to, to fit into the words. So when you can hear that on an audible, that's amazing. Um, and I, I think it's just a, a different kind of swag to my writing. I'm, I, I write different from a lot of people because I take stuff that's kind of out of this world, like who's having sex with a river. Um, so the, the stories are really different, but they're, all, they're real life. She's a real person. You know, Naja is a real person. Um, and the river is actually a man. I also have another one um, called Juicy's Revenge, and Juicy is a metaphor for Yippa JJ. Um, if we're gonna talk, we're gonna keep it clean. <laughs> um, so there are a lot of different fun things in the book. So it's a lot of fun. It's, it's more than just you know reading. And you got some suspense. Um, you got some uh, really gangster thugs out stories in there. You know, so it's a plethora of diversity. Um, and I think that's the difference because a lot of times you get a book and you have this one book with this one topic, and you're not going to get that in this one. You're going to get so many different things within each chapter. Um, and each chapter is also going to be based on a series. I have characters like Sin, um, Sinclair is actually the name of it. Cynthia and Claire are two of the characters in that book. But the name of the chapter is Sinclair. Um, so when you read it, just like when you read Wet, a lot of people had a preconceived notion about what Wet, Wet, Wet was about. And it is that, um, but at the same time, nobody expected for the wet to actually be intertwined with the river. So I think it's just a little different, in my opinion. I don't know what y'all think. <laughs> y'all listen to it. Give me some you feedback. Look, you need to be introduced to uh, YM Cherie. Her name is Nicole Howard. She on my page, as well as Black Erotica. Um, uh-huh. Look at those on my page. You need to be introduced to them. I don't know how to do it. So go on my page and look for them and then go on there and try to join and start um, promoting your writings like that. Because I'm on a lot of erotica pages. So you need to promote through there, you know, do your inserts. Most of the time the authors up there and writers or even the readers will give you suggestions. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you can take it to heart or whatever have you, and it gets it, you know, put out there before you get it publicized. Or even after, it helps you get more people. Tammy Thomas is another one in Blacktopia. She's a badass, too. Get with the goddess, what I call her the goddess. Get with her. She's on my page. She can put you on with her as well. There are a few of them up here that, you know, will give you some insight on how to keep going while you're um, inspired to write. Mm-hmm. I, well, absolutely. I'm open to all that. I have a really, really dope publisher. I kind of want to shout him out a little bit. Um, Gangster Rodica, Mr. Sean Sinclair. So if he's listening... Um, he's working with me now, you know, to try to get the best of, you know, this book. I really, really think this is going to, I know that this is going to be an amazing read for you guys. Again, it's just so much different, um, you know, stuff in there. It's just really, really different, and it's not what you would expect out of, you know, the normal erotica. At least I hope not. I, I want to be different. I don't, honestly, and it sounds weird, I don't read a lot of books. I skim, um, you know, something interests me. I might skim through it a little bit. I've read some stuff, a lot of motivational books I read and that kind of thing, but I don't read erotica. I read some Zane stuff. I'm, I'm a big fan. 
um, you know, back when she first came out with the Chronicles, I read some of those. And I just love the way it's, it's expression. I was a little nervous, honestly, to put it out because I teach. I mentor children. I work with domestic violence. Um, I've been married for 20 years, you know, so hubby is like, wait a minute now. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. hold that, slow your roll. You know, so it's mm-hmm. it's a lot, you know, with the language. Um, but I'm married, so my bedroom is undefiled, so I can say and do exactly what I please. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I can write that and I can pull some of my married people in. Somebody made a comment to me about the church folks. You know, they're not going to want to read it. They marry. They sleep together. They have sex, too. So they'll want to read and enjoy it as well. Um, and I'm not mm-hmm. really worried about an audience. If you like it, you like it. If you love it, I love it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I'm a little girl. nervous. Child. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. So let's go ahead and bring on some callers. Uh Ro Jack, what'd you think Man. of that? I just been sitting there just waiting to say pussy on swole. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Uh, uh, was that the only part you heard? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that was a very important part. I said, <laughs> right. that was nice. That was a nice ending. I'm, I'm into it, and then it was just like boom, 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 boom. But that's it. I ain't gonna get. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to stop. I had to stop because the rest got really, really bad. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I'm glad oh, yeah. you enjoyed it. Oh yeah, most definitely. I appreciate that. All right, well, you got to be able to get the book now. You got to link me to you so I can get you the book when it comes out. Okay, cool. Most definitely, most definitely. Thank you oh, so yes. much. Oh, I yes, oh, yes. I'll connect. Definitely, I'll connect y'all in the uh, in the Blacktopia group, uh, tag y'all on the post together. Uh, definitely, thank you for your call, Ro Jack. Let's go on ahead oh, yeah. to the next. So, actually, uh, let's bring back D-Hood. D-Hood. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. Uh, <laughs> what would you like to say? I almost forgot where I was at. I was sitting in the house. I came back in the house. I had because uh, I had muted my phone too. I just had through the phone no mute. I got my headphones in. I came back in. I said, "Yeah, baby, I think we should get that book." She was like, "Well, just get the name and find yes, out yes. where to go find it at." That was fantastic. <laughs> Oh, wow. Thank you. Thank that you so fantastic. much. That means a lot. Thank you. I appreciate that. Oh, y'all just don't know. Thank yes, you. Yes. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you, D-Hud oh, yeah. and Wifey. Thank you, Miss Hudson. <laughs> yeah, she's there. She over here right now. Tell everybody I said, hey. Yeah, like, I was sitting there, like, waiting, like, okay, where is this going? And I was like, oh, then I was like, you said that last part, you started fading. I was like, oh, man, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, it started out a little dry. I had to set the scene for you, but it's all good. No, it was perfect, though, because it was like, you set the scene, like, the picture and everything. Like, you just see everything and just, like, visualize. And I was like, so I'm sitting here just, and I'm like, oh, snap. I had to come back in, too, like. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate that. I'm glad y'all like it. 
Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Now, if you want to say anything, if you're streaming from your phone, all you have to do is press 1. We'll bring you on. If you're listening in on the link, give us a call at 929. Yeah, if you if you're streaming from the link, it was a call at nine two nine four seven seven. Oh, we got somebody, but I'm gonna see. I got to still go. Uh, if you're streaming from the link, it was a call at nine two nine four seven seven three eight seven two. If you're streaming from your phone, all you got to do is press one. Call in the two two nine two five five. You're on the air. Who is this? This is Red Fields. Red Fields. <laughs> Yes, yes. What's up, Jay? What's up, Jay? Yeah, we do, I'm doing well just doing the show. Glad you called in. Yes, man. I've been seeing her listening to the whole show. I enjoyed the whole thing. whole thing. Good info, good music. I salute y'all for what y'all doing. I enjoyed it. Uh, keep doing it. All that is needed. Everything that was said is needed, so. Thank oh, you. Yes. Thank oh, you. Yes. Appreciate you. Yep. Much love. Shout out to D-Hood and the wifey. Out of order. What it do? <laughs> what it do, fam? Not much. Chill, man. Just enjoying the show, like I said. <laughs> Definitely. Now, Ray, I know you got a lot of things. I say, I, Red. I know you got a lot of things going on. I still got to get with you to get your uh, your business into the Blacktopia business directory. Uh, I haven't forgotten about you, but uh, but while we have you on, uh, feel free to plug plug your business ventures right quick. Okay, um, I am CEO and founder of FSM Enterprise. We are a marketing advertising company. Uh, we cater to the needs of independent business owners, artists, beauticians, and more. We help you gain new exposure, a broader um, network, and to create your own opportunities or learn how to take the right opportunities. So basically, we use our our marketing strategy, strategy and tactics to help you grow and or start your own business. I basically stand behind independence. Anybody who's trying to do it, they sell. Oh, yes. Definitely red. Now, before we go to the next caller, I also want to say you also work with the children too. Yes, yes, um, I do. I do um, co-manage a youth girl group by the name of TPG, the Purpose Girls. Y'all go Google them. I'm not gonna tell you where to find them. Just go Google, type the name in Google, and everything you need to know is gonna pop up. TPG, the Purpose Girls. You know. And I have, do have a little girl. She's 11. She's an up-and-coming model. So I have no choice but to deal with children. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Definitely. Definitely. Thank you, Red. And uh, inbox me later. I'll, I'll get your information for the, uh, the Blacktopia Business Directory. I apologize. I, I didn't get back to you earlier this morning. Had a lot going on, but you know how it is. Uh, and thank you for your call. You're good. You're good. Um, I thank you, and you're welcome, and continue to do what you're doing. Everybody support Black Topic. Definitely. Thank you. I'm going to throw some claps on it. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, and that caller in the uh, the six, 
something. They, you, if you if you want call back, we'll take your call. Uh, for anybody that's uh, you know that's pressing one and you might have pressed it, press it a couple of more times to, to make sure you're back in the queue. Because uh, I know sometimes you know I, I do that myself. Forget when I'm calling someone else's blog talk show. I like, Did I press one yet? <laughs> so uh, so it's no problem. Go ahead and press it again if you want to get on and get back in the queue. Uh, you, you'll lose your place in line, but that's okay. We'll bring you on anyway. And if you're streaming from the uh, the link, give us a call at 929-477-3872. Uh, Radia, uh, yes. did you talk about the release date for the upcoming book? I'm sorry? Did you have a release date? Did you plug that? Or uh, I, don't, I don't recall that. No, we we shooting for spring. Um, I wanted, I'm, I'm such a perfectionist that I really, really wanted to be, you know, I know perfection doesn't exist, but I really, really want it to be good, good. Um, you know, I'm like 50 Cent. I want them to love you like they love pot. You know, so I want you guys to really, really love it and get from it what I get from it when I write it. So um, mid-spring is what I'm going for. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Definitely. We're all looking forward to it. We're going to, uh, once that book drops, we're going to definitely have to have you back or something just to do a follow up. Sure. You know. Absolutely. Anytime. 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 Oh, yeah. I, you want me to, I can take you out with a little, another little piece if you want to wait for some callers or something. <laughs> oh, yes. Go ahead. Hear Go ahead. More. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Where I was left off at. Um, while straddling the river, it felt like there was something sliding underneath me. At first, I thought it was a fish or some type of marine life. Whatever was under me was causing me to ride this amazing wave in great anticipation of its crest. I began bouncing my ass on the water, slapping and grinding on it, creating pulses of ecstasy throughout my entire pussy. No intimacy was present. This was just a straight-up get mine and go. Mm-hmm. I began to call out for him. This thing. This river, the Rico, I whispered. At this point, I'm riding a D like it's real, wondering if I'm alive, wondering if this is what sex felt like in heaven, bouncing, pat, 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 sliding in and out, up and down, water splashing on my titties, feeling like lips nibbling on my nipples. I'm grinding harder on this masculine-like image beneath me. I lay my head on the riverbed as if it were his shoulder. My hands grip the waves as if they were his fingers. My body strokes the river over and over and over, up and down, in and out, round and round, slowly speeding up the beat of my flow. These waves now crashing. Oh, hell no. I'm screaming the river's name. I screeched as I filled the river with liquids of my own. Mm-hmm. Ooh. What the fuck just happened? Suddenly, I was smacked into water like I did a belly flop or some shit. Completely submerged and lightly treading water, I could feel it, his, my king's presence. I could see a silhouette, a cloud-like motion in the water. Without warning, I pop up to the surface like a jack-in-the-box. Looking around nervously, praying that no one just saw what the hell happened. The falls were empty, thank God. There was no one here. It was quite eerie and silent, but spoke volumes. Me, I was loving that shit. My pussy never felt better. Somewhat fearful, I convinced myself I just masturbated on the water. After all, 
I really was the only one here at the falls. Yet knowing in my heart someone or something just fucked the shit out of me like never before. A few weeks later, while sitting on my patio, a pretty comfortably cool evening, I hear this whisper. So I hop up my horse and glide to the river. The Rico Seco, the waterfall, was lusting after me and I after it. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> Get the book, 2019. Oh. 2019. <laughs> that's right, girl. Ciao. Definitely get it. Definitely. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yes. I think a lot of people are uh, they, they, they just... Uh, well, I know what they're doing. I, that's why they're quiet. They got their phone. I know what they're doing. <laughs> Miss Alice. <laughs> Miss Alice. I am here. I was on view. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. You Thank know, it's bringing you. me back to my little Zane days. You know, <laughs> you know, but mm-hmm. I love the fact that you're going to add sound to it and um, set a graphic, some graphics. Yeah, I want to do like some video reads. Um, I see. I have this vision for narrating and then having like almost, um, almost video clips of actors, kind of sorta or maybe all the way acting out some of the positions or some of the scenes. Um, I see a movie, uh, especially out of St. Clair. When you guys get the book and read that one, that's a whole series. That's a whole Netflix show. Um, plug Netflix. Mm-hmm. I need a show. <laughs> so that's a whole right. um, series. And I try to write them that way because each character, Cynthia, Najee, is pretty much star, um, you know. So they all derive from the crazy stuff in my head. <laughs> so we'll put it that way. Rydia, I want to suggest something, actually. Absolutely. Now, you know, now for the, uh, for the visuals, for the acting and things like that, you know what you should, you know what you should do? What? You should you, you should have me on there, and you should have me play Tracy Morgan. Hey, yo, hey, yo, you Tracy Morgan. And I tell you, my God, that was hot, man. You know, she was talking about sex. Mm. Yeah, just have me. That would be kind of funny. That would be kind of dope, though. So, yeah, I'm open to all the – anything different. You know what I mean? I don't, I, you know, don't want to, you know, give away everything because we're on air. And I know there's some people out there listening, how to everybody that's listening that – you know, acting like they're not listening. I know y'all hear us. <laughs> um, so when you guys, everybody just gets the book, I really, really, you know, want kind of be a surprise, which is why I keep stopping. Um, you know, it's all my style of writing, of course. So you're getting all of, of me. Um, and a lot of people that know me personally know I'm, a, I'm I, there's like five of me, and that's really not a bad thing. It's not a mental health thing. But there's a quirky me. There's a teacher me. You know, there's a whole lot of me's all wrapped up into this little bundle. Um, so they all come out in, in this book, in, in like all of those people. <laughs> so it's, it's a lot of fun writing it, and, and I'm going to love to be able to see it come to life on a big screen because I do speak that into existence because I, I see that. Oh, yeah. Now, now you know, we have, a, uh, we have a filmmaker. We have a couple of filmmakers in Blacktopia, um, but there's one in particular. Her name is Felicia Rivers. We had her on the show uh, last season. Uh, with Geechee One Productions, and she has a few things on Amazon Prime that uh, that you could stream. And yeah, yes, and I was I was thinking perhaps you could get with her, 
you know, show her a script or something and, and see if she could, if y'all could put something together. She, she has a lot of stuff. And a lot of her actors are in Blacktopia as well. A lot of people that have, that have acted in her shows and acted in her movies. Uh, oh, really? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that so, would be amazing. I, hey. I just see a, a, a whole nother millennium type vision for erotica. You know, most people, as soon as you say it, they're like, oh, gosh, that's Nancy. How do you think you got here? Come on. Now, let's we, you know, we're not even going to say we all grown. We all human. Sustenance is sex. The man's Baby. greatest need. We evolved, girl. We evolved. Right. <laughs> 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 you know, so let, I mean, let's just be real about it. If we're going to be adult, it, it's not for two-year-olds or 12-year-olds or five-year-olds. Don't give your kids the book. Um, you know, so for my grown people, it's an adult enjoyment. You know, there's there's a lot of stuff in there that you're gonna say, oh wow, I did, oh gosh, can I do that? You know, so it's it's a lot of fun, <laughs> and to see that on the visual, um, even making it to where I also did a play called Amnesia, which was pretty much based on domestic violence, but um, that was really dope as well. And I I would like to mainstream that and add some of the stuff from the book into that because it was. A different type of genre. It was a little more on the gospel end um, because we had a lot of gospel music in it, some singers. So I couldn't really, you know, tweak it that way. But from the end of when this book comes out, it's going to be a whole nother book, a totally different thing. So I write everything. You know, this, this play was amnesia was totally different. I, I can go there like anywhere. My head will just go. So if you ever see me, you know, my, my followers, I always say 93 million miles away. Um, which is the sun. So I kind of want to, you know, that other wing so I can fly away. And that's what happens when I write. So, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is this is great. This is great. Rodia, thank you for being a part of the program. We got five minutes left. Uh, you know, and, um, you know, I, this, this has been awesome. Uh, Rodia, we're, we're glad to have you on the program and talking about everything you have going on. Um, you know, I know you've listened to it, you know, a couple of shows. It's actually good to, that you're on the other end of this now, you know, as a guest. Uh, is there anything you would like to plug, anything else you'd like to say uh, before we uh, wrap it up? Um, well, I just want to shout, shout out some inspiration, shout out some humility and, you know, sing good vibes to everybody that's listening, to everybody that's sitting next to somebody, you know, throw some good vibes to them. And to all my people, I really just want to say we got to do better when it comes to looking after each other, when it comes to reaching back. It's, it's not about all that extra stupid stuff. Let's just get it and get it together. We're so much more powerful when we do it together. You don't have to like me, but work with me because two is better than one. You know what I mean? Um, I want to I want to shout out my morning star kids. Um, we are getting ready to do some more trips, so I, we're always looking for volunteers. We're also taking donations all the time for toiletries and runaway bags is what I call them, um, kind of swag bags for the ladies if they have to leave in a hurry. A lot of times they don't have the smallest thing like slippers, um, underwear, socks. So we want to make bags um, and pack those up so we have those on hand. So that's one thing I did want to say. And you can always email me at msyp. Seven three at gmail.com or call me 910-824-9421 with any donations. Monetary donations are always accepted, but we like the toiletries and we like the clothing items because that's what they really need. And anybody wants to help with any, I have some projects that I'm working on that would employ some of the youth here. 
um, we could really, really use some help with some things like that, some funding and some opportunities for them to be able to get jobs here. So that's another project that I'm working on if anybody wants to help with that. And just look out for the book, 2019. I'm, I'm so glad you liked it. And thank you so much for having me and all my 500 jobs. I want to shout out really quick my, my coach, Stacey Bryant. Um, I love you. She inspires me so much. Um, and I don't even think she knows it, so she's listening. I appreciate you. Um, and I just want you guys to get the book and be inspired. Be inspired. If it's not by me, be inspired by something. Yes, yes, definitely. Thank you. Thank you. Adrian Charleston. Yes. 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 What would you like to say? <laughs> Last words. <laughs> oh, I, I just want to say, um, Radia, this has been a uh, a great interview. You did very well, and I enjoyed how you did, how they were able to separate the segments and have you talk about different things in the different segments and everything. It just it just flowed very well, and I've been enjoying it all, and I enjoyed your words and um. And in both segments, everything you said about the domestic violence and everything, and your words from your book that will be coming out. But we will have to have you back just because it's going to be a while before it comes out. So we have to have you back when it's out so people can actually get it when it comes out. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Queen. <laughs> I look forward to meeting all you guys soon, too. Thank yes, you. yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Barbara, the country lady. Yes. Well, Miss Radia, yes. I want to thank you for that interview. It was hot. Um, a lot of informative information. Stay encouraged. And you have your niche. You have your job. And that is to take care of the children because without the children, there will be no future. No matter what adults we have running it now, these children, in all the aspects of what they're going through, will be the future of this country, whether people want to admit it or not. You're not going to live forever. So thank okay. you and continue to do what you do, baby. Do you do. Thank you, Queen. Kisses. Mwah. Thank you. Mwah. Mwah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you so much. Miss Allen. Yes, and just real quick, uh, you know, Miss Radia, you were wonderful. I appreciate um, the talk about, you know, the children and, uh, and what you said about abusive relationships. You are necessary in every single way. And at, and at the same time, as far as your gift of writing, you should pursue that as well so you can give yourself that balance because you need that. Mm-hmm. And you're just amazing. You continue to be amazing. Yes, ma'am. Thank oh, you yeah. so much, sis. Thank you. I appreciate all you guys. Thank you. I'm glad you liked it. Yay. <laughs> yes. 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 We loved it. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. Oh. All right. Well, that's our show. We thank you all for listening. And uh, PJ Dakota, is there anything you want to let the people know? This is PJ Dakota. You go check in out blacktopia.org. You certainly are. All right, good night. Good night, night everybody. Thank you for having me. You're welcome, baby. Bye, (laughs) y'all. Bye.